Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited for today's mini. But I'm going to go ahead and say, if you have any interest in playing The Last of Us 2... The video game, which is what I will be discussing while Samantha asks me questions. <laughs> um, skip this. I may just be nodding, and, to be fair, on this end. Yeah. Going, oh, okay. Oh, no, I, I can't wait to tell you all about it. Um, yeah, skip this if you don't want to be spoiled. I personally loved it. It's extremely divisive, but I personally loved it. I beat it twice. I'm about to start it again. Um, should I? Probably not. But that is what I will do. It is a very difficult game. And I know you and and probably 10 of my other friends were just receiving texts from me that were like, oh God, this game, I'm crying again. Mm-hmm. Um, so sure. if you're not in a space for like being very, very miserably sad and stressed, maybe skip it. Maybe don't play it. <laughs> so this is. I'm going to try to do, be, for the most part, as spoiler-free as possible, but sort of difficult. And since Samantha has... You've never played uh, the first one or the second one. It's uh, a brief plot summary. It's a zombie apocalypse um, where pretty much by the time you start playing the first one, you're at the point where society's almost totally crumbled and there's a, a faction of this this group called the Fireflies and they're trying to rebuild and find a vaccine. Um, but for the most part, it's sort of become a lawless, violent place. And there are zombies. <laughs> and zombies. And yes, yes. <laughs> very, very scary zombies, including these things called clickers that can hear you if you make any sound. And it's terrifying. Oh, is this one of the ones that you would... Uh, no, that was the Aliens game that you would have the headphones on. You'd be like, so... And it can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that also very scary. Yeah. Um, and the game is an arc where you play this main character, Joel, 
who is sort of this tough, hardened exterior, lost his daughter. That's how the game starts. <laughs> it's very sad. And you get introduced to Ellie, who is like a 14-year-old girl, and she is immune. So the game follows them as their relationship. Uh, he reluctantly grows to care about her, that whole thing. And then in the end, he chooses her life over the possibility of a vaccine. And that's where it ends. And so this one starts off when she's, I think it's four or five years later. And the basic plot is revenge and look what it does. It just leaves bodies in the wake. Uh, it's, it is very, very brutal. But I know you're listening and you're thinking, what does this have to do with stuff mom never told you? Well, so there are a couple things. One is... Ellie, the character, was one of the few female video game characters where I was like, oh, yes, she's well-written, and I love her. Um, she is the main character in this one. In the first one, you get to play her for one section, but in this one, she's the main character. She's queer, and um, she is in a relationship with another woman, and it's a very sweet and loving relationship they travel together it's not like oh in the beginning you find out she's queer and then that's the end it's like a pretty big part of the storyline so there's that and uh there is also a trans character and this has been so the source of a lot of debate and conversation because you have the kind of divisive fanboys who already were mad that like Ellie is the main character. And then, then why play the this, game? Oh, they just, uh, they, they are so ready to be so angry. But what yeah. they see is like people coming in on their turf, but their space. Yeah. Yeah. And as you know, we've talked about this a lot in recent weeks. Video gamers, gamers are, uh, at least one segment of them are very, very angry. And like the voice actors in this game have been getting death threats. Oh my gosh. I just don't understand if you, because even though I don't know much about this game, that part I knew about the disease and the young girl being the main character. That's the one thing I knew about this. Mm -hmm. If you don't like that, why even play or even buy it? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a part of, there's <clears throat> almost like a, uh, desire to be really angry. Yeah, I guess um, so. You need. To, you, <laughs> why is this such a good game and not have a male character? Only good games can have male. Should have male characters. <laughs> Bad games can have the girl characters. Is that what it is? Something like that. And there is. I've seen it. Uh, the kind of knee-jerk comparison because the first game is widely regarded as one of the best games of all time. Right. Um. It won like over 200 awards. And so there was already, the no way is it going to be as good. And then they come in and almost immediately are like, so the character you, you played, forget about him. You're playing Ellie. Also, she's queer. Here's this trans character. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very different in a lot of ways. Um, and the argument around the trans character... There are a lot of mixed feelings about it because this character's name is Lev and it's obviously 
unfortunately, one of the few transgender characters in video games, and especially when you're talking about popular video games. And Lev being trans, a trans person, is it's complicated. It's, it's very important to the storyline, but also not the only thing, if that makes sense. Like, it was critical in a lot of events that happened because he's a member of a really religious sect who doesn't allow for trans people. And a lot of the argument are, are there was upset because the people in this religious sect um, use Lev's dead name, which is like incredibly painful. And it's meant to be painful and it's seen as painful, but um, there has been a lot of debate about about this this character and representation, which I believe is good. Um, and so there's sort of like the angry, mostly I'm going to assume men who didn't like it at all for including representation like that. And then there are people in the queer community where a lot of this argument is happening who feel hurt by it or feel... It's tough because that game doesn't end well for anybody without right. spoiling it. You're in right. a zombie world. But that it was just painful um, to see that play out. So there's a, a lot going on when it comes to that that conversation. And then I got to learn a new word, which I love, and it's called Ludo Dissonance. Mm, and what is this? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> So Ludo Dissonance is making you confront the fact that you like the character that you play and you want to believe you're a good character, but yet you're killing all of these people. So Ellie, who you play for most of it, I I mean, at least I I love Ellie. Um, I know some people don't, but I do. And because you're playing this character, there's a certain level of connecting with them. And their goals are your goals. Right. But then it does make you face, look at what you have done. Look at all these people you killed and look at the consequences of that. Mm. Um, And it's one of the only games I've ever played where it made me feel so... It made me just confront how dark the the things that you're doing as that character are. Mm -hmm. Um. Ooh, ooh. And we've talked a lot about female revenge before, and this game is very much about female revenge and how brutal and bloody um, it is. And I feel like a lot of... and I, We talked about this in our two-part revenge episodes. I feel like a lot of revenge stories, even if it, it's like, oh, look, this character's lost themselves, there's almost a kind of fantasy yes, someone's getting what they deserve element. You right. know what I mean? Like a the vengeance. Yeah, like you're rooting for this character and they're killing all these people and, you know, you're kind of cheering for it. Right. <laughs> um, and this was one of the few times where, I mean, by the end, I was, I was speaking aloud at the game, like, please don't make me do this. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. So I liked that. I liked that it really delved into these dark aspects that is often, they are often celebrated in our media. Right. Um, And this made me kind of face that. 
Right. Well, uh, I will say when I watch uh, my partner play Red Dead, uh-huh. I'm very confused because he's a bad guy. I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? And so I often tell him I'm rooting for the animal to kill him. Like that's <laughs> my hobby because it feels so awful to watch. I'm like, why are you doing all these awful things? Because he's, you know, as much yeah. of a, he, he's the anti-hero. The I guess the main player that yeah. he plays. But I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I want you to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a whole like, well, who's really the villain here? Right. Um, well, obviously, that's a little different from the, you know, this, your game, uh, The Last of Us, because you do have a young girl who you kind of grown up with, yeah. essentially, as where his character is not so much as an attached right. thing, because I'm like, yeah, there's nothing about you that I like right now. <laughs> the Red Dead guy, yeah. you know, but not necessarily like The Last of Us. I don't know what that would be because I do see the previews and it, the previews for the games look much like movie trailers to me. I'm like, what? I, I get very confused because I'm like, I can't play this. Where's my do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do <laughs> noises? That is a good point you bring up because that it almost makes it much sadder because right. you did play her as a young girl in the first one and she was very sweet and she loved puns. Like, don't get me wrong, she'd kill you. Um, right. She was tough, but she was a kid and she had right. like joke books and comics and um, you trying to protect her as the main male character. So you have almost this like protectiveness of that. And then to see her, just to see what that world has done to people, what other people have done to other people is it made it really tough um, and very sad. I also want to talk about very briefly because we talked about it so much on the show. It depicts PTSD. Um, yeah. And she, as the character, as you play her, she'll get flashes of things or she'll hear things. And that was one of the first times I've ever played anything wow. <laughs> like that. Um, and my, I was telling somebody about, about this the other day and I was very upset because I'd like just beaten it. I was like... <laughs> I feel like the messages were all terrible and look at these terrible things we're capable of. And that's oh. just it. Um, oh, so this yeah. game. Yeah. All right, then. I loved it. <laughs> uh, it did have, I don't want to like go too much into detail because I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't played it. And this is actually probably the most divisive part of it. And I loved it. I've never played anything like that. But it has an interesting narrative technique where you connect with the villain also. Oh, okay. um, you have to play that person and see their side of it, uh, which made it <laughs> even more painful. But right. I, I do, I really loved it. I highly recommend it. I get that it's very divisive. Um, some people hate it. Just absolutely hate it. But that's my, my review. Um, thank you so much for letting me talk about it. I uh, love Samantha. it. I will watch you guys play games all the time. I'll just sit there and knit while you guys are watch, are playing these games. So you know. Yeah, I I'm campaigning hard for the Last of Us to be in your game lineup. So mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, uh, and I did want to add uh, Ludo Dissonance. That the term that I love is uh-huh. also called Ludo Narrative Dissonance. I just shortened it. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's a good word. It is so good. I'd never heard of that. And I was fascinated by it. Um, So if anyone has played and wants to share their thoughts, or if anyone has other game recommendations, you know Samantha and I are always down. 
Right. Love getting them. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I'll never told you. Thanks as always to our super producers, Andrew Howard and JJ Posway. Thanks, guys. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wooden! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.